0: Support for Gig with Mike Redmond comes from Music Connection. For 45 years connecting artists and musicians with each other and the industry. And you can find them on the web at musicconnection.com. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Gig with Mike Redmond. I'm your host, Mike Redmond. And today, we're shining the spotlight on a true industry title. Joining me is publisher Eric Batelli, the driving force behind Music Connection magazine are now known as Music Connection. Eric has a passion for connecting musicians with the resources that can help them and discovering new talent. So whether you're a seasoned musician, an aspiring artist, or simply someone who's looking to connect to the music industry, this podcast is for you. So let's just dive right in. Hi Eric.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: You know, why don't we start? I mean, I'm so happy and excited to get a chance to talk to you. Um, Would you kind of like just provide an overview of Music Connection and,
1: you know, what its objective is and its primary reason for being? Uh, Without, you know, going to the very beginning or how it started, just Mm -hmm. I would say the focus really hasn't changed that much over the last 45 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically, we are a publication website. We send blasts and we're kind of the connection, so to speak, between the people at the top Mm-hmm. And I don't like to say the people at the bottom, but the people who are starting out. Yeah. And when you when you fill that gap, you really are reaching kind of everyone in the business. Uh, mm-hmm. The people at the top really do want to know what everybody else is doing. That's where they find talent, yeah. and how they move the yeah. industry. And uh, the people at the bottom, not the bottom, once again, I should never say That's
0: that. That's okay. People okay. Start uh, yeah. M- musicians starting out.
1: Yeah. It, right. But musicians who are starting out or really want to get in the business, get a record yeah. deal, get a publishing deal. They go to music connection to mm-hmm. find out the information that is needed, uh, either through the website or through our right. hardcover magazine. And it's kind of always been that way from the very mm-hmm. beginning. Uh in the beginning, we did we had more but well, we had free classifieds. We had thousands of classifieds if you're a bass yeah. player looking for you know that. Oh yeah, right. Kind uh-huh. of we left that format about 15 years ago uh, mm-hmm. between Craigslist and some other things. We just said, you know, that's not where we're going. Certainly not with yeah. a monthly magazine because sure. it's not timely. Although we used to have it on the, the ads on the website for a while in the early mm. 2000s. Mm. Uh, but see, then this, this issue is when you have that, you're talking about regional uh so if, if there's a bass player in St. Louis is not gonna look for a guitar player in San Francisco. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So those kind of ads really are regional, and that's how Music Connection started as a regional publication in LA.
0: Are you a musician here?
1: No. <laughs> no. no, I actually um, you know, I, I played a little guitar when I was a kid, yeah. but it was not my goal to be a musician in my lifetime. So, no, it was my business partner who actually, I'll always give credit to him, Michael Dolan, Mm -hmm. came up with the idea, who was a struggling musician in Los Angeles in 1977, Mm -hmm. and uh, he came up with the actual idea, hooked me up, I was more of a business guy, I was actually in the film industry, Mm. uh, as a studio projectionist, an IATSE, a -A, uh, union projectionist. Oh, yeah, IATSE, yeah. IATSE, not liking what I was doing at all. Uh-huh. At, uh, and mid twenties, and I had taken a leave of absence. And he said, "Hey, I got this project. What I'm doing? Not really knowing much about the music industry or musicians, other than I had friends who were players." Sure. And uh, we hooked up, and uh, I did the uh, the more the business part, uh, selling advertising, getting distribution, dealing with the post office, and he got writers to put up columns. We went to a printer. Who was a friend of his from high school out in Van Nuys? And well, how do we do this? Oh, you get a yeah. Xacto blade and paste up. And oh gosh, Oh gosh. Not- <laughs> machine. Okay, and you know, I, I think because we didn't know much about, sure. because being a musician and publishing a magazine, is it's like it's two different industries. It's yeah. No let
0: me way. let me ask you about that part. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, as a pu- you're the publisher of the magazine.
1: Correct. correct I Michael Dolan and I had an amical divorce in mm-hmm. 2010 uh-huh so it's been 13 years
0: so what's your what's your role as as the publisher i what what do you actually do uh
1: I actually oversee all the operations mm-hmm. uh I oversee the editorial uh certainly the advertising distribution I have uh Mark Nardone and Joey who are the editors Mm-hmm. And I have two uh, salespeople and I sell ads myself. And I, I just pretty much run the day to day of dealing with the post office, like I said, and uh, the printer, Um, you know, going over advertising deals and things that we do here. And uh, I keep busy. <laughs> I was going to
0: say that, I mean, I didn't have any idea when I started a podcast how much time it takes. I mean, it's. Wow. I mean, I had to do all this stuff. I was a recording engineer. I was a musician. I was all these things. But when I got into this and I started saying, okay, we got to, I got to find people. Now I've got to research people. Now I've got to record it and then I've got to edit it and, and the video. And, and I, it's, I, have worked it out to be 37 steps for each podcast. Yeah. And it's nuts. So I, 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 can only imagine what you do because I was just looking at music connection online just the other day and I thought, my God, there's so much that goes into knocking this thing out every month, and it, it's it's a lot of work, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and on in regards to the website, we do six daily update posts, okay. and actually, though, I still I make the decision which six are going to go up.
0: Okay, so what's your favorite part of this job since you've been doing it for most of your life?
1: Um, almost all my adult life since my yeah mid twenties. Uh, What's my favorite part? Yeah. Uh, this may sound a little corny, but I, I really like acknowledgement and I like mm-hmm. to make a difference in people's lives. So when That's I cool. either put a post up or we put something out and people go, God, I really like, uh ah, it makes me yeah. feel good. So So, you know, obviously money is important. You know, you got to have money to keep going and rolling, but, you know, money's either going to be there or not. But, but acknowledgement is just something that, feels good. And Mm -hmm. i just like to know that, you know, I'm making a difference.
0: How how does Music Connection currently, like, how do you support or promote emerging artists?
1: Well, um, every issue we have uh, new music critiques, we have Mm -hmm. live reviews. And for the most part, these are all with a few exceptions, unsigned artists. Yeah. So Music Connection is an outlet for unsigned artists and songwriters mm-hmm. to get their get their work published and be able to promote it through their own channels and hopefully yeah. give us some promotion too, which will get others to come to our site, sign up for a review, and um you know just keeps because it it never ends. There's always gonna be new music, new art. It's yeah. a never-ending process. So there's no lack of artists, per se, yeah. to be involved in what we do. Uh, you know, the cover story usually is a signed artist or uh, mm-hmm. an engineer or someone in the in the business. So that we kind of, you know, sell magazines and just kind of hopefully get a few fans to read. Uh, but that, that's, yeah, that's what we do.
0: I find Music Connection to be a, a very nice... Rounded complement of you know new bands, new artists, some of the stuff like that. I do that education right uh, for new artists, and also those resources. You know your lists of studios and producers and you know right. production analysis, record companies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I, when I look at it, I think I wish that actually you were around, but I didn't know about you at the time. I was you know trying to climb that ladder myself. How do you go about discovering new artists and or sorting them out? And, you know, you know what I mean? To kind of deciding who's going to be it, make it
1: into the magazine. Enough artists come to us that we have enough content in -hmm. the review section. Like I said, they they pretty much are in new music critiques and live reviews. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot. There's six to eight live reviews, eight. Uh, 12 demo critiques every issue so wow. you know, there's a lot there and they usually come to us in regards to cover stories uh, you know we have 12 issues per year so we we Mark and I go over uh, who's happening we try to break it up so we have like at least one country artist per year we're mm-hmm. doing a new guy named Bailey Zimmerman who's very hot he's going to be in our yeah. August issue, but we had Luke Combs and we had Eric Church and we had some nice. guys. Right Well, before they were breaking out, mm-hmm. uh, we were, our claim to fame is you know having people like Billy Eilish. We were the first ones to have her on our cover. Really, well, talk anyway. talk about that story. I mean,
0: t- how did that come about?
1: Okay, that I, I, Mark is more Mark Dardot is more familiar with it. But one of our writers, Dan Kempel, who now is actually kind of semi-retired, he wrote our song biz column for Oh. 10 15 years. He lives in a town called Highland Park which is a, very close to Glendale and that's mm-hmm. where she's from and he was friends with her and he knows oh, wow. she was riding in a room with with uh Phineas, and and he kind of brought it brought her to us when she was just starting to break out in 2000 and I believe it's sitting right there the I believe it was August of 2018. Oh, oh wow. Okay. 5 years. Yeah. Uh, and you know she i think she was 16. Um, but we were the first ones to have her on the cover, and I believe then a couple of years earlier this year we had Phineas on our cover. Uh-huh. I mean, oh, wow. we were the first cover story with him too. But we, we you know, we, we shake it up. We like to do you know R&B, hip hop, mm-hmm. uh, a rock band. You know, so so you know, female solo artist. Uh, just I'm just looking at yeah. A row of covers you know everything from legendary people like Sting mm-hmm. uh to artists that are just breaking out but they've got to have a real buzz to make the cover. It's gotta be gotcha. something special. Yeah. And it has to be, it has to fit in the format of we have to do so many of each genre. Right, 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 right. Every year. That's you know, yeah. so we you know the one thing I I was somewhat fearful of is, you know, you put, you know, Metallic, you put a, a, a either a heavy metal someone on the cover. They go, they're the, they're just that way. That's why when the new issue comes out, nobody really knows where we're going. Yeah, I
0: mean that's. I mean I went through that with my album. We were signed to uh, Good Sounds, which was Criterion Mac Emmerman, and distributed by Atlantic. And. We had a producer that never produced anybody before. And so he took every song that I wrote and he said, this is like a disco song. This is the rock song. This should be like Steely Dan. And our album was done. And it's still still to this day, it sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there was no uh, genre. It's like, you know, they and they would send it to uh, at the time, Black Stations. And they would get this, you know, this album. They're like, what are we supposed to do with this crap? They just couldn't, they could not decide what we were. And I could see that happening, you know, with Music Connection. If somebody picks it up two months in a row and and all of a sudden they've pigeonholed you. Right. If you were to look back and just, I love doing this to guys our age. Look back uh, across your career. And I mean, you're talking about these emerging artists and some like uh, Billy Eilish are just breaking out. Is there somebody that that you can think of that came to you that was you know, pretty far down the ladder that wasn't really, you know, that you you think uh, being in the music connection kind of helped?
1: That's a really good question. I really should get Mark Dardone. Mark's been been with uh-huh us uh well actually with me he started in 98 so he's been here 25 years so wow wow and and i'm trying to think if there's there's anyone like that you're speaking of um so what you're saying is that we made a big difference in the you
0: you made a difference you don't made you didn't make them a star but you know somebody that was that came to you and they and you did a review of their album and all of a sudden you know two years later
1: they're taken off Luke Combs. There there are there was he, that's you know we got him before. Um, I don't I I could say Billie Eilish because she was really just just at the yeah. very start. But it's not because of us that you know it's it's a you're you're part of that mixed. Yeah, up. but we we were the first, for example, to have Guns N' Roses on the cover, nineteen mm-hmm. mid eighties. Wow, um, that's uh-huh. you know, and, uh it was funny we at that time, real quick little Side, side story here. Yeah. We were at a printer, who happened to be in Glenda, they're no longer there, mm-hmm. uh, who was Christian, and he, he had an issue with all the F-bombs mm-hmm. that Axel Rose had in the article. Yeah. And, we, and he actually made an appointment with my partner, my ex-partner and I, to discuss that. Like He didn't want to print that kind of stuff on a regular basis. Sure. And he wanted to make sure that we weren't going to continue that way, or we couldn't print at his company anymore. Oh, wow. And we were kind of taken off guard because we wanted to print what it says and it, it never came back up. But yeah, it was Guns N' Roses, Axel Rose, who was a pretty crazy guy.
0: <laughs> you guys have been around for a long, long time. You, How do you stay current with the you know, the, the new trends? Because they're so... They, they change pretty fast.
1: Well... I mean, we're constantly getting emails. We're constantly mm-hmm. evalu- evaluating emails from, uh, you know, record labels, from PR firms. And, uh, you know, Mark and Joey, they're, for the most part, you know, they do the demo critiques or uh, mm-hmm. music critiques. And they, uh, uh, it just comes our way. I, it's kind of just like a, a process that we've never been able to say, this is how it becomes. It's just, yep. it just rolls in. It just wrote
0: uh, a, Yeah, well, I and, guess I could see that, yeah. The new artists are keeping you current just by the fact that they're sending you stuff all the concerts.
1: time. Constant wow, uh-huh. You know, Mark something and say, oh, this, this could be a good cover story. Yeah. And I'll look at the, read a little about the artist, watch his video or her video, and then we'll make a decision. I mean, we have 12 covers a year, and uh like to keep it mixed up, like I said, so you don't know what you're gonna get in the next issue. Every issue except the year-end issue the december issue every issue has a guide rehearsal studios recording studios managers agents uh film, tv music production just and and that's really a wealth of information which um i remember when the internet was really starting to take off and we got our website we put you know at first we were like just an industrial site Sure, and then you know, then the big question was: Do you charge for content, or do you not charge for content? And Uh as you know, Wall Street Journal, New York, they go back and forth. They they, they, because nobody know. I mean, do you you know do you give away what you've always charged for, or do you not? Well, we battered it back and forth, and uh, I was actually a little bit leaning towards charging. My ex partner was for no excuse. Sure. Well, if we give it away free, then we've got to get something. So that gives us more traffic to the website. If people are reading the digital edition, then we can monetize it through website advertising. And that's when we decided to do that. And I don't know how many years ago that was, but Mm -hmm. quite a few. uh, We state that. So anybody can go to musicconnection.com. They have to enter their email name and they can access the Mm -hmm. current issue and... Back issues, including guides. Wow. So we give that away free. So That's you really cool. have to have the hard copy. And there's still a purpose for the hard copy because mm-hmm. people still read magazines, not as yeah. much as before, but they do. They do. And mm-hmm. uh some people really like it. So you know, I don't mind if we're one of the few last ships standing because there's a lot of yeah. titles that aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh but we're still here.
0: Okay, I'm reading your magazine. I'm checking out all the lists and stuff. And you, I'm going to ask you this because you've been doing this so long. Yeah. I'm a young musician. I, um, I'm actually pretty doggone good at what I do. But I don't really know much at all about the business. And I pull up one of the lists for managers or labels or agents. Do you have any advice for how I should approach them? As opposed to the one that I see that doesn't make me mad. It just makes me sad. Which is... Hey, here's my new music. Check it out.
1: Well, speaking of that, um, in, in our managers at Agents Guide, for example, mm-hmm. within the listing, it will say accepts unsolicited or does not accept. So oh. right there, you can see who, who I'm going to skip and who I can really send my stuff to, whether it be digitally or, or through the mail. So we do have guidelines within the guides okay. as to what people, what companies are looking for. Mm-hmm. So that's, and most of them do not accept.
0: Let's take an example. A uh, SICA label or, I just, do you know um, by chance Adam Taylor, uh, president of APM, Associated Production Music? Oh, he's just an amazing guy. uh, We were talking about this a couple days ago. And they don't really accept music, they refer you to others. Um, But in your case, uh, I mean, what would you think? if they say they, I want to, I've got this list of 50 and I'm, I'm you know, someone will just, I can just send my music to some of my can't, if I, if they're not accepting music, should I be emailing them, calling them to
1: talk no, to them? Sh- I would no? move on because there are, there are some that do, why would you want to mess with the ones that don't? Gotcha. Although like it's a good point that you just mentioned that uh, your friend will, will, send them somewhere else but not everyone Mm. will do that right he's got a good heart
0: (laughs) well he's got a good heart he's got a big company too but and i'm not sure he hasn't personally sent him he's well you know what i'm saying yeah
1: yeah that's that's right yeah Yeah. but most you know there are several i don't know what percent uh that do accept unsolicited material and will listen to and respond to you Mm -hmm. but you just have to do your own due diligence yeah
0: You've been doing this a long long time. What do you what do you do for fun?
1: Eric? What do I do for fun? Yeah. Um, hobbies. Uh Yeah. I like old cars. I don't have one of them, but I'm looking for a 58 or 59 DeSoto or Dodge. Oh, cool. So, cars I like. Uh so the car guy. Uh I also uh I'm an avid poker player and have really been
0: a yeah, I got I got roped in yesterday on YouTube to watching some guy. His last his last name's like Hendrick Henrik or something like that. It's pretty famous. Oh, with, the some... cheating, with the
1: cheating thing that went on. Yes, They're... yes, yeah. yeah. I, I, oh I don't play God. at that level. I play, yeah. I play cash games. I don't play. I, I used to play some tournaments. I mostly play uh, cash games at a local place here called the Bicycle uh, Club Casino in a town called Bell Gardens. So I'm quite a regular uh, participant in poker and uh you know I got a wife two kids we go to movies uh very blessed uh, uh my daughters are in their 30s one works for Live Nation so I get a lot of oh, things wow, nice. there yeah and um the other is an independent marketing research person they're both doing great I- I'm a very blessed man uh good for you That's Yeah, awesome. yeah so, nice. but you know I, I just and um you know I like st- I like baseball a lot I go to baseball games Dodger games I'm going to jump back for a minute and then we're going to
0: wrap up. Um, If I was an artist and I would wanted to be featured in your magazine, uh, what would be the process to reach out to you and what would be the criteria that I should be thinking about for you to select me?
1: Well, the way to reach out to us is through the website, Mm -hmm. Mm musicconnection.com. And there's a pull down menu that says get reviewed and you just fill that out, send it over and there's a very likely chance you will get reviewed. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. I think think that people they should be. I'll I'll, I'll make sure to underline that. And that goes for live. You make it pretty doggone easy.
1: Yeah. Now, live reviews. uh, We don't have writers in every city. We have a writer. We have several writers in LA and Orange County, but we have a writer in the Bay Area. We have a writer in Nashville, New -hmm. York. I think Atlanta. So if you're in those cities and Mm -hmm. the writer's available, you can get a live review. Now, what is a live review? A live review is where a, a writer goes out and listens to the band, he mm-hmm. gets a photo and uh, does a review and writes it yes. up how he feels about the how he or she feels about the band.
0: Eric, if 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 I was an up and coming musician and and I was listening to this, what would be some of the advice you might give me as a musician to learn more about the business and you know, help myself get out there better.
1: Well, without toot my own horn, one thing would be to follow music connection. That would be one mm-hmm. one of many. Yep. Uh, you know, you you should you know join groups, whether it be through Facebook or, or t- 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 take You should network, and and networking is so so critical. Uh, you know, all the you know LinkedIn. There's so so the, the problems are so many, Eric. I can't thank you
0: enough for being on gig and sharing some of your thoughts about the Music Connection. I'm I'm just so impressed with with the magazine and all the work that you've done through the years on it. If there are any parting words for musicians that are out there looking to climb that ladder, what might you tell them?
1: Never stop. Never quit. Never stop. Because it's those who have the tenacity and the confidence to break through are the ones that do. Just you just because there, you'll hit so many roadblocks and so many people tell you, oh, that doesn't work. This doesn't work. Don't listen. Don't stop. Don't quit.
0: Eric, thank you so much, brother. You have Thank a, you. Uh, I hope to get to see
1: you next time I'm out there. Michael, I sure hope you come by and see us. Yes. Or maybe you'll come to NAM in January. I will be there. I may call you for a ticket. Okay. Okay. I'll get you. ticket.
0: Okay. Take care. Great. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. Until next time. Theme music for Gig with Mike Redmond was composed and produced by Other Animal. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Gig with Mike Redmond. If you like what you heard, I'd ask that you subscribe and like us. And finally, if you have questions about a job or ideas for an episode, contact me at gigwithmikeredman at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Mike Redmond, signing off.